three, two. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Co-op Couch. I'm Alec with Anthony, as always. Uh, today, we're bringing you an interesting topic, um, something that I noticed recently, you know, talking about video games at, at work with some coworkers, is there's a lot of these gaming trends that, that, that show up, and it seems like everybody, like, not gaming trends with gamers, but gaming trends with companies as well. You know, it seems like one thing pops off, and everybody tries to, to follow the leader, right? Um, you saw it a lot with the Battle Royale se- series, with things like um, H1Z1, and then PUBG, and now we have Fortnite and Apex Legends. Um, and we saw it a lot with Destiny, most recently with Outriders that came out. You know, these looter-shooter genres that came out. And uh, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, you know, like, I kind of don't mind that, you know, companies are trying to like take advantage of this hype around this style of game. But at the same token, you know, I feel like there's a lot more out there for companies to explore and they're not because they kind of get this tunnel vision on what's good because this is, you know, the path has already been paved by, you know destiny or so and so other game right um so originally we had with with, we had the battle royale series that trended really hard and it's still sort of trending um we had h1z1 came out and then we had PUBG that came out and then we had Fortnite that came out after that and then there was the whole debacle between them that i'm not going to get into now Uh, we can get into that later if some you know if we want but uh, now, then we had Apex and Realm Royale and Spellbreak, and that's not even all of them. And then on top of that, you get all the indie people who are like, oh, I can make a, a 2D version, like a stick figure game that's a, that's a top-down yeah, Battle what's, Royale game. What's, what's that little animal one that everyone was playing? Oh, at uh, work? No, 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 no. I forget what it's called. I've seen a couple people stream it. It's, it's literally, like you said, it's a top-down but you're just a bunch of different, like, I don't know if they're farm animals or, or what. Well, I played a mobile version of a game like that because um, one of our guy, one of our coworkers got me into it. I mean, him were playing because it was co-op. I mean, you, you know, you could play with your friends. And it was kind of fun for a little, you know, for a couple of days and then I stopped playing. Yeah, it's literally uh, called Super Animal Royale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it says... Uh, it's literally labeled as uh, Super Animal Royale is a 64-player frenetic top-down 2D battle royale where murderous animals fight tooth claw and machine gun across an abandoned safari park. So, uh, yeah, I played uh, I played Zuba. Uh, it was a mobile game that you played as these different um, these different animals. There was like a fox and a gorilla, and they had all different special abilities. And then they had different guns. There was like four different guns. And then um, you had like grenades and they had a different special ability. It was, it was very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's funny how um, I, I feel like every single game has that one that it's modeled after to the point where people will say like, like if I'm trying to get you into a game and you're like, oh, what is it? And I'll say, oh, it's a blank clone, right? Like everything's everything's that like first title here, clone, because because it has a game it was modeled after. Even if it wasn't intentional, you got to make that reference. And I feel like there always is that one that 
does so well it 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 creates the foothold for the rest of them you know and like like brs we still haven't even gotten away from the br genre like fucking there's a final fantasy battle royale coming out now i can't believe that that that's happening i don't know although i'm kind of excited I I honestly I kind of do want to check it out just because of what the story concept is. So so it's called First Soldier and it's it's 30 years before the events of Final Fantasy 7 and it's literally the like founding of the soldier program. Oh, interesting. So I'm like, "All right, that's pretty cool." But it's a mobile BR which like I don't even really like BRs on my computer, but it's mobile, <laughs> so I I don't know. But but like even in the Diablo episode, we talked about how everything is a Diablo clone, right? No one will ever make a game like that again, and escape the title Diablo clone. Oh, for sure, for sure. I feel like it's less with um, battle royales. I feel like we say that a lot less with battle royale games. Like no one's like, oh, it's like PUBG, or no one like it's a PUBG clone. Rather, they're like. Oh, it's a battle royale game. They just like use the genre to define it as opposed to to the games. Yeah, but if you yeah, but if you were to ever run into someone that didn't know what battle royale meant, you wouldn't say, "Oh, it's like H1Z1." You know what I mean? Like like if I ever had to explain, like if I'm sitting at home with my family and they're not, you know, they're not really gamers. More to the point, they still know what Fortnite is. If I say, oh, I'm playing this game, it's called Spellbreak, and they're like, yeah, cool, whatever, dude. And I'm like, no, 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 it's really cool. You're, it's a battle royale, and you're like mages, and they're like, what's a battle royale? And I would literally look at them and go, Fortnite. I would just say Fortnite, and they'd go, oh, okay, right? So even though, yeah, in that, in that case, yeah, maybe I wouldn't say it's a Fortnite clone, but yeah. that's still the reference you throw it to. But but you know, but I feel more when we get into like those looter shooters, right? Like, oh, it's a destiny clone. I feel like that gets thrown on a lot. And I don't maybe it's just a, a thing I hear more. But people are like, you know, when we talk about Anthem, oh, it's another Destiny clone. It's to me, when I was explaining it to people, like when Anthem was first announced, like I was like, Oh, this was Bioware's answer to Destiny. Yeah. You know, this is their version of trying to make a Destiny game, you know. Um, like Outriders was Square's answer to Destiny. Like, oh, yeah. we got to come up with a Destiny style game. So this is our answer to it. And you know, Outriders is probably the newest one in the in the in the the series, the genre to be announced. Um, as had, far as I know, yeah. yeah. As far as I'm aware, um, you know, and there's probably a bunch of like indie low key ones that are out there, but. These are like the big title ones that I think everyone would know. Well, you know, if you hear them, you're going to know about it. Yeah. You know what's funny to me about the, the looter shooter thing? It, like, even I'm just, you know, I'm just looking at the list. Like, it's funny because you look at all of the battle royales, right? Yeah. And it's like you have H1Z1, PUBG, Fortnite, Apex, Realm Royale, Spellbreak. There's another one I forget what it's called, but it's, it's super uh, gimmicky. You have like spring shoes and random shit like that. Um, Savage and Tiff used to play that. God, I always forget what it's called. But um, my my point is, you know, you look at that list and like, yeah, maybe if you're a BR player, let's say you're a Fortnite player, like you might not be as fond of 
uh, H1Z1. I loved H1Z1, but when PUBG came out, all my friends played PUBG because they hated H1Z1 comparatively. And they all have enough differences that you could pick one, but none of them were bad, right? Like they all have that niche that pulls a specific crowd. Yeah. But none of them were bad. But then, like, I look at the Destiny clones, and it's like every single one is is labeled a crash and burn, right? Like, Destiny was fucking great. But even Destiny, in its own right, everyone was calling a Halo clone or a Halo ripoff, which makes sense when you look at it at who made it and and the and the history. Yeah. See, no one I never heard that. You're the only person I've heard that called it a Halo clone or a Halo really? ripoff. Yeah. Really? Oh my God. We it was like the only thing me and my group of friends could talk about is how no. because a lot of my friends are diehard Halo players. And so I think I think they were just kind of bitter going into it. Well, I think I think the main separation is the fact that Halo was a story-based first-person shooter, and and uh Destiny is uh, a looter shooter you know there's true the, there's but getting Destiny, the loot and the grinding aspect that i think completely separates it it may be in maybe in how the game is played but the the same like destiny still had a story so so the the like the enemies were were mirrored the world was basically mirrored the conflict was mirrored uh, like a lot of it had that same feeling to it which is not necessarily a bad thing but my point is it's funny to look at you know like destiny and destiny 2 doing so well and then you look at all the ones that we could call clones terrible right anthem we don't even need to talk about how hard that fucking crash and burn yeah my thing with anthem is i've never i never played it but the fact that the fact that anthem came out and nobody talked about it is enough of a clue for me to know that it wasn't it wasn't a good successful game. Right. And Division, I, I don't want to say Division did poorly. I think Division did well, both one and two. The problem with Division is that it wasn't good enough. Like like Division One had a really niche following. And Division Two, I don't think anyone played Division. I played Division Two. I liked it, but I played Division Two for a little while, but Division One, Division One was hot for like a couple of weeks, yeah. and then it and then it fell off because everyone who was playing Division One was like, "Oh, this is going to be like Halo, or this is going to be like Destiny," and and I think they realized that Destiny just did it better. Yep, you and know, then Godfall. Godfall was a flop. No one liked Godfall, as far as I know. Well, I remember you telling me about Godfall. Um, and it looked, you know, you were like, oh, you know, it's like a looter shooter, but like there's no guns or something like that. Like, yeah. It's more, it's more melee based. I'm like, oh, that's a cool spin on like the looter shooter genre, right? Yeah. They called it a slasher looter and it looked really cool, but it just, it did not perform well. You know, and I feel bad calling these games looter shooters because when I think of a looter shooter, I think of Borderlands, but I would not put Borderlands into this category. I wouldn't either because I think what separates them is like the MMO style. Right. And borderlands is, is like, yes, you have the online, but it's not, you know what I mean? Like there's that. I think what really separates it, like you said, destiny has a story, right? But destiny never threw the story in your face. Right. You had a little bit of story. And then after that, it was basically a grind fest. Borderlands has a story to it that you want to follow. And every mission that you go through is to further the story. 
Whereas Destiny, you know, once you get through the segment of story that they have, until you get the next DLC, you don't have any more story. And then what they did a lot with Destiny is they put a lot of that stuff in like the Dark Souls style where um, it's hidden in like behind the scenes stuff, you know, items or, um, you know, you got to go. I know with Destiny 1, if you wanted more story stuff, you had to go online and look it up. So they didn't throw it in your face so that you had access to just like more and more um playing and less uh like cutscenes and stories like right. you get in your traditional MMO like Final Fantasy 14 like we've been playing or or whatever, right? Right. I I I would venture as far as to say Outriders is so you know if anyone hasn't played Outriders yet and and they're curious, it's getting a lot of bad publicity right now because of the amount of fucking performance wise, it sucks. I don't know what happened, but they released Outriders and it is just bugged to shit. I, I don't want to say bugged to shit because I don't really run into weird things happening, but the performance is awful. Connectivity to other players is bad. Um, cross platform still doesn't even, still does not even work. Um, a couple weird interactions that I would call bugs. Like the other day, I was playing with my buddy. And uh, his his HUD got locked, and he couldn't use any guns or abilities. Uh, and then, like five minutes later, my HUD completely disappeared and got locked. And like every once in a while, a game crash. That's bad. That leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. But I will say this: if you're curious, the gameplay is so fun that it's worth dealing with that shit. Like. If I, the most impatient person you will ever meet, can deal with those things to enjoy the game, and my buddy, who is arguably the second most impatient person you will ever meet and gets mad very easily, is hitting me up to play Outriders, like, trust me, the gameplay is a lot of fucking fun. And if they fix all this shit, hopefully soon, if they fix all this shit, it's absolutely worth picking up. And that makes me happy because... If a game is close to competing with that many fucking issues, then maybe they finally found someone finally found success in their model. Yeah, see, I haven't played since we played the demo because you were we were all excited about it because you know Square's making a lo uh, a looter shooter, right? So I downloaded the demo, the free demo, and I remember we had all those issues with the freaking. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, oh, like the screen blur, the the motion blur was ridiculous. There was a couple yeah. other things that like people had found fixes for to do, um, but like you had to go in and modify some of your files or add things to your files, whatever. Um, which was fine. It took only a couple of minutes, and I mean, we were able to figure it out together. Um, how to how to add the 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 lines of code to fix the to fix the shit. Uh, but I haven't played since, so I only got the little bit of it was I enjoyed what I played, um, albeit the the what's it called? The dialogue can sometimes yeah, be the, floppy. The dialogue is still bad. I have no I have no devil's advocate for that. It's bad. Well, it's so funny because you told me the dialogue is bad, but the gameplay is really fun. Um, and I'll get into why I think the gameplay is really fun in a second. But with the dialogue, it starts off, and I'm, I'm, I'm playing the first 15, 20 minutes, you know, the tutorial area. And 
the dialogue was good. Like you had told me that the dialogue had been had been pretty bad. And I'm like, this dialogue is fine. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, and I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. And then you get to this one point in the game where the game is completely changed. Like now you're out of quote unquote tutorial area and you're into like what the game is now. And that's when the dialogue takes a dive. And I started listening to some of the stuff that they're saying. I go, oh, this is what he means. Yeah. And like you can tell when you're at that point. I don't want to, you know, give spoilers or tell people, you know, what's going on. But you know when you're at that point in the game. Um, and the dialogue just tanks off, and I'm like, Square, what did you do? Yeah, like, especially and, a game like uh, a company like Square, and and it doesn't get any better. <laughs> I promise you, it doesn't get any better. But you know what? Honestly, I don't even want to say that because there's a there's a couple instances of dialogue that are like really good. You know, they might be funny or um, like there's one character that I, I literally told my buddy, I was like, this is the best fucking character so far. And his character is really, really good. And the story is actually turning out to be really, really good. But yeah, a lot of the dialogue, a lot of the interactions are just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I think they tried to do, um, I think they tried to do too much like quippy one-liners and they failed. And I think that's where it kind of, it kind of. Yeah, I would agree with that. But one of the reasons I think that the the gameplay tends to be so fun or that, you know, you say that the gameplay is really fun is because unlike other looter shooters, they reward you for staying active in combat. So like when you're low on health and you're still fighting in the fray, that's how you, you like, you go behind cover. You're not gonna, you're not gonna recover your health too fast. You know, you will recover your health faster if you stay in action and try to fight your way through. Yeah, that's that's literally their their game model is aggression, right? Yeah. So you gain health by killing enemies and using but abilities. That's one of the things that we mentioned in um in our when we first talked about this in our episode when we first talked about this and we talked about all the games that were coming out from uh E3 or whatever that um, Oh yeah, the Game Awards I think. Was game Awards, more. yeah. Now so I sound like an idiot cuz I don't remember when we last talked about it. But <laughs> but yeah. uh you know, so many episodes to keep track of. But yeah, we talked about it then. And that was one of the things that they had said. And we watched the trailer together. Um, and yeah, you get rewarded for staying in action, which I think is why the games, because there's no downtime, right? I've always said it before. Anything that breaks the flow of gameplay is bad, right? So getting into cover. I mean, to me, I think that's kind of small, especially because you have cover shooting, right? Right. Um, anything that breaks the, the flow of combat is bad. You know, so you want to keep people engaged for as long as you can. And I think that's kind of what they did with this. You know, they were like, we just, we're just going to keep you in combat. And if you stay in combat, you're going to heal up. You're going to be just fine. Just keep fighting. Except Uh, that you still get your ass whooped by big bosses, but it's, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if following the trend is really, you know, we talk about all these games that have been following this trend, right? I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Well. I think it could be both. It's hard for me to say, like, it's easy for me as the consumer to say, you know, oh my God, why do you guys keep copying each other? Why can't you just make something like make something new, come up with something original, blah, blah, blah. It's really easy to say that as the consumer that wants it, but it's, it's, I'm assuming 
probably not as easy as a developer or, you know, as the dude sitting in the boardroom pitching the ideas to just be like, yeah, hey, new idea, ready, set, go. Like, I'm sure there's way more that goes into it. And I'm sure there's only so many ideas and concepts that are left. And uh, it's probably better to put out, you know, put out a clone while you're working on a different game than to not put out anything at all. Um, and obviously different developers and publishers and uh, and what have you do multiple projects at once. So it's yeah. not like they're, it's not like they're not making things, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, it, I think, it, I think personally it could be both. It's good because we're still getting games from them and maybe one day someone does it better. Um, and it's bad in that we want to see new things as consumers. So I, I see both sides. I just get tired of hearing, oh, so-and-so is making a new game. It's, you know, Square Enix is coming out with a new game. It's called First Crisis. It's a new Battle Royale. Okay, great. We're getting another Battle Royale game. You know, so-and-so is coming out with this new game. It's a new looter shooter. Okay, great. So we're getting another Destiny clone. Fantastic. Like, I'm just kind of tired of seeing it and hearing about it. Yeah. Who I'm like, when's the last time we had like a game like Gears of War? You know, I love what I, I played one through three, right? So I can't talk on four or five, but I loved one through three. Those games were, I thought those games were phenomenal. I'm like, I feel like, and again, like you said, it is, it is hard as the consumer to come out and say, you know, they should be working on this instead, or I think this, or I think that, right? But I would love if, you know, well, I think, in my opinion, I think it'd be better if, while everyone's putting out new Battle Royale games or new Destiny clones or new whatever, um, someone's like, oh, yeah, you guys were working on that. This genre has been left in the dark for years because you guys were all working on that. And we just revived it with something new, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what fucking scares me is from, from this the stance of wanting new concepts and new games what scares me is like like you just said it the other day and fuck we might even make a whole new episode topic on this but um I, but i absolutely agree with you you said it is a bad time right now to buy video games and it is it is a bad time right now to buy video games because everything that is coming out fucking sucks and I don't mean it sucks like it's a bad game to play. I mean, everything keeps coming out with problems. Everything is coming out with problems. Look at Cyberpunk. Look at Outriders. Fucking what, what, what was before? Uh, what was we said one more the other day when we were talking about it? Um, do you remember? Mm, not off the top of my head. But, whatever. The point yeah, is, it is game, definitely a topic I want to dive into more. Games are coming out and they're, and they're not performing, right? um godfall was not that long ago godfall was one of them fucking anthem obviously that's not as recent but my point is games are coming out and they're not coming out to expectation which is even more bullshit when you consider the fact that it's already a meme that a game comes out and we don't even get the com the complete game you know everyone talks about oh back in the day you bought a ps1 game you had the whole game and now you buy a game you got to buy a uh you know season pass and then there's multiple season passes and then you got to buy this dlc and this dlc and this dlc and it's like 
why would I want to buy all this extra shit from you? Your base game doesn't even fucking work. So it scares me to want new concepts because they're not going to, I don't feel like they're going to get executed on properly. And it scares me to get excited about new projects. So I'll give you an example. And I would definitely love to do an episode on this game in the future. If you guys have not seen it, fucking go look at it. It's gorgeous as fuck. But uh, speaking of Square um, and speaking of E3, even though you didn't mean E3, you brought it up. um, Square teased their new uh, game in the works. It's called Forspoken. And it's single player story. um, Looks fucking god tier. It's beautiful. Um, There's only a quick teaser. Unless there's been another trailer since and I haven't seen it. I don't know. It was a couple minutes long. It's like two minutes and 11 seconds, I think. Forspoken, one word. Go look it up. It's beautiful. But my point is, I want to get excited about this game. I it, It's one of the best looking games I've seen in a long time. And I don't even typically play single player um, story driven games like this. Like I never played Horizon Zero Dawn. But I, I want to get excited about it and I'm scared to. And so... I almost feel safer. My, I guess my point in all of this, what I'm saying is I almost feel safer getting rebooted things because at least if they flop, I can go back to the one that didn't. Does that make sense? Sure, sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember you telling me about Voice Spoken. I remember watching the trailer and it looked cool. It looked good. It, as, and you mentioned it too. You mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn. It has that very heavy, like it, it reminds me exactly of like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, and you said it's by Square, right? Yeah. Yeah. So being by Square, I would, I hope for something good, but you know, we have, you know, and I said, I said it with Outriders, you know, and, and Cyberpunk also, you know, said the same thing with Outrider, uh, with Cyberpunk, you know, these games are coming out and they're like, they're choppy. It's not like the game is bad because it's a bad video game. The game is bad because they're not, they weren't. I like they were rushed, right? And that that's my opinion on that. Um and I think we can dive into another another um episode on on it more in I, depth. I would love to see a company not I mean you have to market your shit. I I understand that. Like you can't just develop a video game for 12 years and never advertise it, right? And then release it cuz then no one's going to buy it. I get it. But I would love to see a company just not say anything and not build hype until it's until it is like like develop a game for 12 years, whatever the fucking crazy ass timeline is, right? Develop it, play test it, fix everything, play test it again, play test it until there is nothing left to test. And then do your advertisement like like build hype for a year after it's done. We don't even need to fucking know that it's done. You know what I mean? But I but I feel like. Gamers and this includes me, so no one take this personally, but gamers are fucking stupid. I'm gonna just say it. Gamers are fucking stupid because we all talk about the shit that pisses us off and all the shit that we can't stand these companies doing. And and then we all buy it anyway. And I think one of the biggest things that everyone talks about is overhyping. 
oh, I'm sick of companies overhyping games and I'm I'm sick of, you know, they they build it up, build it up, build it up, and then fucking, you know, how, how many years has it been now that people have been saying, oh, stop pre-ordering, stop pre-ordering. You all still fucking pre-order. I still pre-order stuff. And I've been saying that I'm going to stop pre-ordering. But we all get sucked in by free shit. I love free shit. Who doesn't love free shit? That's not the point. The point is, no matter how much it pisses us off, there's still going to be a group of us that still does it. And one of the biggest problems right now is overhyping. That's how games like Cyberpunk get buried. They weren't ready. They overhyped. And while, yes, I do blame the community for rushing them because people got impatient, it's their fault. No one would have rushed them. No one would have pressured them to release it if they hadn't already been waiting for it how many years on that on that built-up hype. You know what I mean? If they had just kept quiet until it was ready and then done their marketing and their advertisement and everything, like, would have been a different story. And, and, and I'm not saying never show anything, right? Like, uh, I think a good example of this, I, and I hate to even give them credit, but uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Six, right? They teased, they teased Elder Scrolls Six. They put a little little flavor trailer out there, and they never said anything about it again. That gets people talking. That gets people speculating. But everyone knows this game is at least six years out. We we all knew. Yeah, we all knew when they showed that trailer. This game is not happening tomorrow. And and if you didn't, you were fucking ignorant, and that's on you. But most people saw that trailer and went, it's going to be years before we get this. That's fine. Because then then you're building you're building hype, you know, internally throughout the community that loves your game, but people still know it's not coming. You're not you're not hinting at anything. You're not, you know, like they didn't show that trailer, and then at the end of the trailer it fades and you see 2022. And now everyone knows you are locked into that deadline because if you get to the end of 2022 and you uh, delay your game, people are going to be irritated, right? That's what they need to stop fucking doing. Stop giving dates and deadlines. If you're not sure you can, and and even if you are sure you can meet them, just don't fucking do it because you never know what's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of things about it and i think there's a lot of things that come up but uh i think that's more of a topic that we can cover um in a different a different episode um more in depth with more you know thoughts behind it and such you know what i mean but no i i I definitely agree i think there's a lot more that could be done um and like your your idea of releasing releasing games like after they're or hyping up games after they're completed um is one way to go about it. I think there's other ways that can probably go about it too. You know, like I like the fact that Bethesda, right? You talk about the the Elder Scrolls Six, right? Their trailer that they announced or the, the trailer that they released was like a 10 second trailer. You know, it was quick. I don't know if it was actually 10 seconds, but it was quick, right? It's this pan over of the mountains and then you get to over the mountains and you see Elder Scrolls Six and you go, oh, cool. You know? And I'm sure there's going to be at least one or two more of those. You know what I mean? Before, before we start getting into actual trailers where it's like, okay, um, 
this is what the game is going to be like. Yeah. And people can start like where we get one where we saw like on Outriders. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if following the trend is a great thing or a bad thing, uh, a good thing or a bad thing. But I would love for someone to do exactly that. Right. You know, everyone's releasing a a, cover, uh, uh, a looter shooter or a battle royale game. And all of a sudden, somebody who hasn't been talking about their game, right, it's completed, it's ready to go, comes out and goes, oh, yeah, we've been working on this cover shooter, or we've been working on this uh, arcade game. Here you go. Here's an arcade game that no one, no one's touched arcade games in forever. Um, here you go. And, uh, and, you know, you're done. You know, and everyone's like, wow, man, I forgot how fun arcade games could be. Boom, and you're done, right? Like, that could be sick. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is, if this is good or bad. And I don't know if, um, I don't know if this is going to keep on going, you know, how many more destiny clones are we going to get? How many more, um, looter, uh, not looter shooters, uh, battle royale games are we going to get from all these different genres? Like I'm surprised square is getting into it, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm almost disappointed. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's like stop, you know, stop like you're so much better than this, you know? Um but what, you know, what's the next trend going to be? You know, someone's got to set a trend. Someone's got to come up with a game that everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." You but you know what they could do? They could do this better. And then a game company is going to be like, "Oh yeah, we could do that." And then they're going to make it. Oh yeah, we could make that. You know you what? Know? You know what kind of disappoints me more than anything about Square getting into battle royales is like when I was a diehard League of Legends fan, and, and, and I still, by the way, I still one hundred and ten percent think this as true. But when I was a diehard League of Legends fan, before and after hating them with a fiery passion, I I used to always say I was like, dude, you know who'd make a killer uh, MOBA is Square. I was like, you can make a you can make a Final Fantasy MOBA, and it would it would fucking you could sell it. You don't have to have it be free like League of Legends, and it makes so much goddamn money because of the fan base. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like between bruisers and spellcasters and all that, like Final Fantasy came up with uh so many classes and variants of classes. It'd be the easiest MOBA to fucking make. And they and they never did it. In fact, there really weren't a whole lot of League of Legends clones in and of themselves. But I, I was like, God, I hope I hope they, you know, get into this get into this game because then like Smite came out and whatever. And I was like, Yeah, I'd love to see a Final Fantasy MOBA because they could do it so easily. And they never did. And now they're jumping into battle royales, and I'm like. You motherfuckers. <laughs> like, and, and that's another game. Remember when League of Legends came out? I feel like so many people were trying to make a new MOBA. You know, that's another genre. People were like, oh, League of Legends. Um, you know, this is MOBA. And then we had Smite. And then we had um, Hero Shooters. We were like Overwatch and then Battleborn. And then. Well, then we had, I was going to say Heroes of the Storm. Paladins. Um, oh, yeah. Heroes. And then we had Paladins. Yeah. And then like we had all these like actual, like, I don't know if Paladins, I would count that as a MOBA, right? No, Hero Shooter. But, I was saying Hero Shooter. Because um, that, that came out like right after Overwatch. It was the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then we had Overwatch and then we had the Hero Shooters with Valorant and all that stuff. Um, but like, you know, these are some other genres that came out that became these freaking, these, these, you know, everyone's going to hype it up, but those kind of fell to the wayside. I feel like, I feel like everyone's been like, all right, you know, 
Blizzard, you're gonna have your you're gonna have your Overwatch. And I mean, Riot came out with Valorant as a hero shooter. I don't know how well that's doing. Uh, um, it's doing really well, but I I would barely call it a hero shooter because it doesn't play like Overwatch. It plays like Counter Strike. Yeah, but you still have the abilities and all that stuff. So kind I would of. still I would still tap it in. It's more more. Uh, I think the a bit the adding of the abilities makes it. You know what I mean? Makes it. Yeah, but you still have to. Yeah, but you still have to buy them, and they're not on cooldown so much as they are on charges. So it'd be like in Counter Strike, you buy a grenade, you use a grenade. It's the same thing; they just look different. So I don't know. Yeah, I I guess I was just saying, like I I I think they kind of people gave up on them. I wonder what the difference is between, um, like like no one's reaching out and trying to do another MOBA now. You know, like League of Legends is kind of king of the MOBA. I mean, there's the other ones that are out there, but you don't see you don't see like Square coming out with a MOBA now. You don't see um, Bioware coming out with a MOBA. You know what I mean? Right. And so and so it's like, well, what's the difference? You know, why 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 do a looter shooter but not a MOBA? Well, and that's funny because the answer I, I it's funny because I I look at it and I think, well, no one's trying because no one like because they all flopped the ones that tried flopped like they they know that they can't touch league or dota um but then again that argument almost doesn't even work because look at how many have flopped trying to touch destiny too i'm like why aren't people giving up i don't know yeah i don't know i wonder how long it's going to take till people till people give up and uh and start moving on to the next big trend whichever that is um, but I am I am getting a little bored of hearing of hearing oh it's the next Destiny or it's the next uh, it's next Destiny or it's the next Diablo it's the next uh, freaking PUBG you know or Fortnite I'm just I'm I'm over it I want more original works I want I want something new and exciting same so oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't think these these genres are going anywhere anytime soon, but uh, I would like to see something new. And maybe there is, I don't know, some some company out there going like, oh, yeah, you know, all these guys were trying to do this stuff. We already made, you know, maybe they already made one. Maybe it's like Bluepoint, right? You know, PUBG guys are like, yeah, you know, we did PUBG for a while. Um, we made a ton of money. And now here's a, uh, here's a, uh, Story-driven RPG game. What you guys are making that? Yeah, here you go. It's gonna be it's gonna be done in about three months. It's already pretty much done. Here's some trailers, um, and uh, let us know what you guys think. You know, yeah. Because I I'm hoping so. You know, they've already announced that E3 is going digital this year. Yeah, and they're announcing who's gonna be there and who isn't. And I'm hoping. Because uh, Square came out and said, yes, we are going to be there and we're announcing video game after video game after video game. It's going to be very busy for us. And I'm hoping that other companies see that and get competitive. Because if, you know, if talk of the town is, oh, this one company is going to do, you know, whatever, six game announcements, then we need to we need to be ready with stuff. And I'm, I'm hoping that E3 this year is is big, especially because last year. E3 being E3 having to be digital was not planned, right? 
Uh, but this year it was. So I'm hoping that people are are ready and prepared and we get some really good announcements. We can hope. We can hope. Um, I feel like every year people are like, I really hope E3 is good this year. And then E3 is never as good as people want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we'll see what happens. Who knows? Um, I'm hoping to get some new game announcements or something out there that could be good. And then, uh, you know, we'll definitely be covering what happens at E3. You know, that's definitely going to be a a podcast episode for us, for sure. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully a long one. (laughs) Hopefully they give us stuff to talk about. Yeah, hopefully. That's everything I got, man. That's it for me. Um, the co-op catch at simplecast.com upper right hand corner. You can find the links to our Facebook page, me and Anthony's Twitters and me and Anthony's Twitches. Um, if you guys like the episode, please let us know what you guys thought as well as any of your older episodes. And until next time, guys, we will see you in the next one.